0: So whatever's going on in Ottawa continues to go on in Ottawa. And uh, we're not sure exactly how that's going to shake out. Uh, We're expecting some protesters to make their way to the legislature here in Alberta today. I think they were leaving Pinocchio about about an hour ago. So they're probably getting pretty close to the city by now. uh, Of course, we know there's the situation taking place down on uh, the border, the Coots border. uh, And now we're hearing reports that there's also a situation uh, at the... Ambassador Bridge, which connects Windsor with Detroit. Now, both of these crossings at Coots and at Windsor were closed for a while overnight. No traffic was getting through. And from what I understand, they're both reopened now. But um, you close down the, those crossings, especially the one in Ontario. And the traffic, from what I'm understanding, even when it reopened, was backed up for several kilometers, like dozens of kilometers, because it is the busiest border crossing in North America. Billions and billions and billions of dollars back and forth across that border every day. I think it's like 400 billion every year or something like that. It is enormous. So joining us to tell us just what kind of implication this could have, we have um, Sylvain Charlebois joining us. He is the director of the AgriFood Analytics Lab at Dalhousie University. Uh, Sylvain, thanks so much for joining us again. Appreciate your time.
1: My my pleasure, did you just say that the bridge is now reopened?
0: Yeah, from what I'm seeing, there is uh, one lane has been reopened. Some traffic is starting oh, to get through. One lane each way. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's so, what I heard as well. Yeah, yeah. back and fr- But who knows how long that's going to last? Will it get shut down again? And as I said, uh, Doc, it's backed up for miles and miles and miles because oh, nope. it was closed overnight. Um, how big of an impact will that have? We talk about supply chains all the time disruption at that crossing how big of a deal is that
1: well so you guys saw some action last week yeah. uh and at the border i mean we cannot underscore enough how important that border is uh, uh to both economies uh both sides of the border i mean this is just such an important border and uh when the pandemic started uh, almost two years ago, uh, I did say many times, as long as that border remains open, we're, we should be fine from a food security perspective. But the disruptions that we're seeing the last few weeks uh, uh, are are concerning. Uh, absolutely, I mean, with uh, with the Alberta situation last week, I was thinking about you know livestock, uh, our cattle yeah. uh, industry. Uh, being impacted, because trades is not necessarily just about buying from the Americans, we're selling to them too. <laughs> and, and some of it is alive, and so you can damage, uh, so I'm thinking about animal welfare, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about the quality of, of food, I'm thinking about waste as well. Uh, so uh, And of course with fuel uh, being more expensive these days, it will add to the cost of commerce. In Ottawa, so the, the bridge itself represents about 25% of all the traffic we see between the two borders. <laughs>
0: 25%. That's the Windsor Bridge. 25% of all traffic in between the two countries yeah. is that one bridge.
1: Yeah, so there's a bridge and a, and a tunnel. Like, yeah. My yeah. understanding is that the tunnel was not disrupted, which is good.
0: And that's passenger cars, a, I understand, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, but the bridge is super critical. From an agri-food perspective, uh, so in my field... That bridge uh, sees a lot of action. Uh, 8 to $12 billion worth of agri-food products every year that uh, goes over that bridge uh, back and forth. So, again, if you disrupt that bridge, it will impact, uh, again, uh, the lives of, of importers and exporters as well. Uh, the food industry will find a way. Yeah. Uh, so there's Sarnia, obviously. Uh, there, there are options, but... No matter how you cut it, it will end up costing more. It will certainly put more pressure on food prices moving forward.
0: I'm just wondering, like, okay, so they shut it down overnight, and now it's back open partially this morning but being slowed down. Um, it doesn't have to be closed right down, Sylvain, right? I mean, any kind of disruption like this, like you say, you know, you're talking about produce, you're talking about live animals, things like that. It's not like time is on their side. A lot of this stuff is time-sensitive.
1: Absolutely, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure your listeners have noticed that some some of the produce that you see in the grocery store uh, is not as stressed as it used to. That's because supply chains are much slower. Yeah. Uh, so it impacts quality, it impacts freshness, it impacts the cost. And again, uh, fuel is way more expensive than just a few months ago. So just actually seeing trucks idle is just costing more money. You can see the money being burned.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally.
1: Especially when you're looking at the cold chain itself uh, with freshness and perishability. I mean, those, those, those things are really critical uh, to the food supply chain. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, and of course, we'll just have to watch and see. I mean, I imagine it seems the sad part of it is, Sylvain, I think the recognition is it's probably more impactful to do this than it is to have a bunch of trucks parked in downtown Ottawa. So we may see more of this.
1: That's the sad part, really. I, I, I thought that we were uh, in a country where laws were upheld. My bad.
0: Yeah, I thought that too. Uh, but we've seemed to <laughs> had a little trouble bringing that to bear over the last 10 days. Uh, Sylvan, we'll watch and we'll check in again as this goes along. Thank you for your time, sir.
1: Take care. Bye-bye.
0: You too.